Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Thursday night, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs, and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, uh, the parlay kid had an idea. We try to do this race to 10 where we pick a team that scored 10 points before the other team. And then we watched for six minutes. It's it's been a huge hit. We did it in Vegas last week. Harry and I, we went 10 and six. It's so exciting. We try to figure out what day to do it. And the parlay kid's like, hey, we're doing a Thursday night podcast anyway. Why don't we do it Thursday night right before the podcast? I said, that is a great idea, podcast, uh, parlay kid, podcast kid. Is that what we call you? (laughs) UCLA. Uh, Gonzaga would take uh, UCLA. We tag team that. We all went for it, and uh, we lost eleven to nine. And now we have to do a podcast. I forgot about this part of it, Parley kid. Damn it! Damn. Yeah, that, up five nothing. UCLA uh, looked very promising. Uh, you know, you could also bet race to fifteen, race to twenty, yeah, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And they have won <clears throat> all the other races. Except yes. the race to 10 tonight. So tough, tough. Oh, one. yeah. They're about yeah, to win yeah, the that, race to 40 now, too. So no birthday magic. Oh, up TPK. No, damn it, was, it. It was it was all gone. Not all good. Gone. Uh, Drew Timmy had somehow had 17 of the first 11 points for Gonzaga. They had no answer <laughs> for him. And he continues to. We're watching now. And it's what? 38, 31 now. UCLA. 38 30 is correct. Okay. And then uh and the other one, 27-22, Tennessee winning at half. These games will be long, long over by the time you listen to this. But um, let's uh recap that first game. Wow, the first two, Michigan State, Kansas State. That was a classic 98-93 win by Kansas State in overtime. A really great game. We went four for four on that. Harry, you you nailed uh Marquis Noel over six assists. I think he got there. I think he barely got there, right? I think not only did he get there with 19, that's an all-time NCAA record. 19. Insane. All-time. Insanity. Insanity. I, You know, I don't want to say Mark Noel and Keontae Johnson as a duo. Have they have they passed Mahomes? Kelsey is the most appealing hookup for the bride. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. It's pretty close. Uh, well, I know. I'm not asking you, to, Harry. They're, I fun know to, they're fun to watch regardless. Yeah. Like, it's funny that a Kansas State team is fun to watch. Yeah. All the years mm-hmm. that even when they were good, they were boring. They're fun, though. I mean, it was a lot of great. It was a great game. Like, back back really to cuts and passes and alley-oops. And it wasn't even <clears> probably <throat> because of bad defense, right? It was like all this was getting, you know, Michigan State played their game. And it still almost got to 100. And uh, I thought Noel was getting a little cute with the 40-foot threes. Oh. And it, it almost bit him at the end. In fact, if it doesn't hit the fingertip of uh, the defender on Michigan State, it's uh, it's their ball um, yeah. with a few seconds left. So, uh, yeah. But yeah. That it was, was interesting, interesting uh, being that their pick and roll was so successful. And then yeah. uh, in crunch time, or the really uh, he's taking these really long shots. But, hey, I, kids got guts no matter what. And, um, what the and as I said, what the alley was, uh, was great. It's almost like they were setting it up. Like he was like kind of looking he at was. the coach. Did he notice it's like that? A tri- it was like a trick like play. Looking at the coach and then throwing it like like a no, almost like a no-look alley-oop pass. It was right. incredible. 
What you don't play. like it, Harry, when Patrick Mahomes does it, but uh, Marquise, no. I'll take you'll, you'll no all time long. Patrick, I'll tell you what, though, I know Michigan you State, how you mentioned they played their game. Tough loss. I mean, such a tough loss considering they had three players, three players all with four threes. They shot 52% mm. from three-point yeah. range, and they lose the game. It was great. Brian and I were like, we were loving it. We're back and forth, right? Because it was so never good. like a 10-point lead. They might have had a nine-point lead, Kansas State, at one point. But in the most, for the most part, it was like by <laughs> five, five, by four, yep, back keep, and forth, right? Really now, uh, Arkansas-UConn, not an instant classic by any means. Unless you're the Huskies, you'll watch it over and over. Yeah. 88-65, UConn wins that game. Um, Musselman, I think, keeps his shirt on. Do you think he's shirt? Uh, it's interesting. At the first point he takes his shirt off tonight like he's whatever he's going to bed with his wife and you think she's like oh put your shirt back on you lost <laughs> what are you celebrating this is ridiculous but I don't know that was never a game it really seemed like first of all Arkansas had no interest getting back on defense a lot of easy baskets for UConn Brian it seemed like I it seemed like they were four years older than the Arkansas court and maybe they were it, I don't it, well know. that's they the thing seemed, Arkansas does have some young players but yeah uh, they yeah. really seemed like they didn't know what they were doing defensively. I felt like the plays that Connecticut was running, like everything was working. And then once they, they went on that little stretch where they, yeah. they just extended the lead to like 35 to whatever it was, 35-17, 35-18, and that was it. That was it. It was over. Connecticut right was so strong in the paint. So strong. They had 14 points in the first nine minutes inside the paint. And Sonogo, yeah, right. he's, he's so efficient. 18-8. and eight. He was 9-11 for the field. Uh, can't get anything inside against those guys. And uh, Hawkins was fantastic too with 24. Well, Arkansas, and that's where they make their hay in the paint there, Arkansas, right? So you kind of knew it was over right away when they were getting shoved there. Sure. Uh, I don't know. So UCLA or Gonzaga will play UConn. That's a fun uh, grade eight game on Saturday, yeah. right? And then Kansas State plays the winner of FAU Tennessee. That should be fun as well. We're going to preview the four Friday games. We're going to pick the winners of those regions. The what is that? The South and the Midwest. Um, and but first, we have some business to attend to. Now, the Parlay Kid, whose birthday it was Tuesday, what a grand affair it was. We had the leader of the Dayton Pep Band on the famous <laughs> Dayton Pep Band, who filled in for Fairleigh Dickinson Newsmakers, and this guy. Uh, what was his name? The doctor, Dr. William Morris, Dr. William Morris came on and he played happy birthday to, uh, the parlay kid on, uh, what was it? The recorder? I should know this thing. No, he had a, a clarinet, right? I mean, it was like 11 uh, losses ago for me. I can't remember that, but anyway, so that was your birthday, but we're now getting into a territory where I may have to explain your birthday may be over, Parlay Kid, because for a few days now, Harry has been complaining that you said Purdue coach Matt Painter was a great coach. And Harry's mad because they went out against Fairway Dickinson in the first round. He's like, how can you say he's a great coach? And the Parlay Kid said, well, I, I don't know if I ever said that. Find where I ever said that. And he said, you said that. And uh, he's like, find where I said that. And Harry's like, all right, I will. And Harry pretend to look, but he didn't. And he didn't find it. But one of our super fans, Chris H., who I think the Parlay Kid is very fond of, found it. He dug up a recording of the Parlay Kid's words about his praise. Or you, I'll let you decide if it's praise of Matt Painter. But uh, Chris H., and this is from when, Meatballs? March 14th, 2022? I knew it. You knew what? You, you knew it. Oh, I knew it. You would definitely. I will say you were not finding that though. No, yeah, no. I finally said it. 
Well, we haven't decided. We're going to play it right now. Go ahead, Michael. Play it and let everyone decide. Uh, Parley Kid, Purdue, plus 550. They battled. They lost in the uh, finals to Iowa yesterday in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, Sal. And um, a lot of times for me, too, uh, I think picking uh, these teams, I like to sometimes roll with good coaches. And Matt Painter is uh, certainly Mm -hmm. one of the best coaches here. Uh, Underrated, if you want to say. They have one of the top players in the country. Mm -hmm. No, you don't think he's underrated, Harry? You I think, don't think you he's. Think, talk. I don't think he's under. What's he ever done? What? Where's he gone? Produce, produce, what's, he, well, what's he done? I mean, well, what has the St. Mary's coach done? I mean, I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I'm pointing Purdue out. gets a lot more recruits uh, out of uh, the they, you know in the Midwest well, than St. Mary's they, get. Yeah, but they're fighting with a lot UCLA of teams. All the players. That's I true. think Painter's an excellent coach, uh, mm. and uh, he certainly. Um, uh, deserves some a little bit more recognition, I think. I think he's a good coach. All right. Well, wow. all right. So from what I heard there, wow, Harry's doing a victory lap. Wow. It's going to take him a while to get around this group. <laughs> Great, underrated, excellent, good coach. What do you What do you have to say for yourself, Parley Kid? Um, I think that's. I think I was fair. Um, one, uh, <laughs> Harry taking a victory lap, Sal. Lap. Uh, well, I said it's going to uh, take a while. On, yeah. uh, get back to the step. point. Maybe a step. Maybe two steps. All right, a the lap would be steps. impossible. <clears throat> Number yeah. two. Uh, ended up by saying he's a good coach. Like right. Yeah. Like he's a good coach. <laughs> and I also <laughs> said is, I would one, take please. it. I there said I would take it. But no, I'm not going to eat it because Painter is a, a very good coach. You're out of I'm not going to eat it. I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> and I said I would Harry, take it back it. if it. Harry would find the it. evidence. Harry didn't find crap. He obviously didn't so look at this. He knew it was about a year ago. He right. was yeah. too lazy, as Brian's been saying, to go back <laughs> and find the podcast. <laughs> he, he went I got more than about one two job, podcasts. Junior. He couldn't even oh, do it. So yeah. I, I'm not taking anything back. I'll stand by my 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 Matt You're Painter. Wrong, and it's He's a very too. very good coach. <laughs> Harry kills every coach. He cannot. No, 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 he's no, not no. an authority on this stuff. He can right. Andy Reid, right? No, no, he was no. a Jim Beheim guy. Now Jim Beheim's a bum. Like it's right. Rick no, uh, Rick Pitino's a, a bum. Man. He's not like, a bum. It, he's it, a miserable old man. No, All right. No. Well, listen, Come I on. want to defend the parlay kid because he was only 51 years old uh, when that happened. Now he's 53. That was March 14th. <laughs> 20, so he's matured. Painter uh, is the fifth winningest coach in Big Ten history. What does history. that mean? Tell me. What does that mean? <laughs> he's, an ex- he's, he's a very <laughs> good coach. Wise, That's what that means. Wise. I think it what means he's mean? between fourth and sixth. I think is what it means, Harry. What, <laughs> do, you, what good, do you mean? Good, what does it mean? He beats. That's not impressive to be fifth in your. That he beats mean- Minnesota every year. Good job. All right, well, let's let's. Uh, Bry, who's a bigger maniac, uh, Harry or Chris H? Chris H is the mm. fan who found this. I mean, this is. Mm. I saw March fourteenth. I'm like, oh wow, that's all right. Wow, that that was recently. I'm like, 2022. It was back that's last why I said year. It was going to take it. some work. Yeah, that was like 130 podcasts ago. I mean, kudos to Chris H for going back and finding that. Though. I guess. But I, thought, yeah. I thought Chris liked Parlay Kid, though. I yeah, that's what liked. I thought. Now Guys, but, tough I, now. but here's yeah. the thing is, I don't mind it because I'm standing by it. Like, <laughs> okay. Painter, and as a, Painter is a very good, very, very good coach. At what? <laughs> what? Harry, he lost it's the not one easy game. to I think win. What he's saying is he lost Darren, the game. Stop. And, and, I, I don't know. I, I mean, so Harry's like, if you have a black mark on your record, you can never rebound from it. Is that no, what you're saying? Like, but what again? You can't 
go against what happened this year. You uh, can't deny that they lost to St. Peter's Harry, last why year. Is it, why does that all fall on the coach? Well, because you've got a, a guy in Jaden Ivey Harry, who's what are a first-round pick. What place do you in right Peters now in, the, in our tournament Everybody picks. who was playing for St. Peter's it's, last year I brought this up before. Right Harry, if you if you're your picks right in this tournament, you might be towards the bottom of the seven hundred. Yeah, you are, Harry. Is that me yeah, saying are. so, Harry? You know nothing about college basketball, obviously. Oh, yeah, Creighton wins it all. You know what? You're both right. You're both right. <laughs> See, I mean, I all, would, we'll but see. I wouldn't say that because I know it's just it's it could be a coin flip at times, not and that's when what you're this is. Fairly Dickinson. I'm sorry, it's not true. <laughs> all right. Fairly well, Dickinson listen, me- almost beat Florida Atlantic, <laughs> who you like today over Tennessee. Florida Atlantic is still a nine seed out of a scrub contest. Uh, but you, wait a second. You <laughs> like them over Tennessee tonight. By the way, this is, uh, I, I don't know if you guys heard on Megan Fun of Sports, they fought about this too. Uh, Megan Galley, who's a Purdue fan, wants Painter fired. Megan Conley says, no, no, he's good. They want to tag team this. They wanted Galley and Harry versus Conley. And uh, and the parlay kid, and they want me to judge this. I don't know. It's Maybe, so I mean, easy enough for this. I'm not when sure. When you've never coached a you, single nah, game in your nah, life, nah, when nah, you've nah, never nah. coached anything in your life, it is right. very easy to blame coaches. That's what every that's what every moron does. They blame the coaches. <laughs> that's okay, what they do. Uh, let me just, blame let me just the say coaches for. That's what every miserable thing. person in this world no, no, does. No, 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 no. no but there, this is a player's right. tournament. We talk about no. it. This is a player-driven tournament, right? Good guard play that wins you games. Yeah, Jaden right? Ivey, right. So, yeah. uh, but no, yeah. but I guess Most it's not. Jay, Purdue said what? How many players are playing in the pros from Purdue, Harry? How many plants in Fairleigh Dickinson and St. Peter's? I, I agree <laughs> with North, that. In North Texas. I, 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 look, that's it's been. Uh, a, listen, they've done a terrible I, job, but it does not. I, I think all I know fall what this is. Upon the coach. I, let me just say I one think, last thing. I love you this. Have, Maybe we can argue year. through that. We, we can this see the year. end of the UCLA game. We can, yeah, this year, you have Edie at seven foot three against a guy in Fairleigh Dickinson. The tallest player you got is six six. How do you not just throw the ball down? All right. How many titles did Manute Bowl win, Harry? (laughs) How many titles did Yao Ming win in the NBA? Like, so what what is that? Irrelevant. Those guys were still six inches taller than everybody else on the court. I'll tell you what. How is it irrelevant? In college, he would have kicked it. If I was the head coach and I had Yao Ming in college, he would have beat fairly Dickinson. There you go. All right. Paul, it's not kid, a big I man's game what, anymore. I, I, I think I know what happened here. I think I know. So you're a coach for uh, however many years, many, many years, 35 years, maybe a little less. Uh, and, and you know, and so you don't like it when he takes shots at coaches. Harry was a referee, a disgraced referee <laughs> for many years at Oswego. And so maybe he doesn't like the shots you take at referees. I, I get it. I get you both defend your I very rarely take shots at referees myself either. So so basically, you can suck at your job, but you're a good coach. Is what your bottom line is what you're saying. I, I don't get uh, that. I don't. I'm not sure what you're saying. Suck at right. your job when the chips are on the table, but you're still mm. a great coach. That's what you're saying. So, how what what do you have to do to become a great? You have to win the whole thing. You have to get out of the first round. How about that? Well, they've That's done that. Obviously, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. That'd be yeah. nice. All right. Three years in a row, North Texas, 
St. Peter's, Fairleigh Dickinson. Come on. What if, all right, let's say Purdue has a big run next year. Then what happens? Let's see it happen. Let's see it happen. That's, then it's the players. Then it's the players. Then, it, then, it's, all right. uh, then I'll give Painter Brian, all the credit I, in the world. All right. So you did. Yeah, okay. So Parley Kid is standing by it. But he yeah. did, he did. Yep. You did actually say you were praising uh, Coach I Painter, knew he but said you're it. standing by I it. I knew he said right. it. Oh, you were never going to find that. I was, was listening. I just ago. knew he said it. I don't know if I was going to find yeah. it, but I knew he said it. All right. Uh, let's go over these uh, four games. So now, <laughs> well, as we caught up here, Tennessee's up four and UCLA's up 13 at the break. Yep. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. So easy. All right. But so the Matt Painter controversy. You're all over UCLA. I know. I'm just yes, mad about are, the Sal. race let's to go, 10. UCLA. I know. I know. Let's take it. Now let's go over the Friday games here. Alabama, seven and a half point favorite. One thirty-seven the over under San Diego state, the underdog. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I try to make a case. Well, I didn't, I really didn't try to make a case for San Diego state. Cause I think Alabama is going to thump them. 78, 62. There's not much to dislike about them. They're, they're lanky. They're athletic. They really just seem like a team that's going to play next weekend, right? Yep. They have great, all of them have great on court awareness and they have four legit three point shooters all make a difference. Brandon Miller bounced back from the goose egg in the opening game. And, you know, I like Quinterly. He had 22. Nick Pringle, 19 off the bench in the last game, an insane 15 rebounds. You know, San Diego State, I get it. They like to, Brian Dutcher likes to slow it down, yeah. and that's their only chance against Alabama. But I'm just not that impressed. They beat a 12 and they beat a 13. And they already lost Alabama by nine in December. Crimson Tide, six and one against the spread as a favorite with four plus days off. That's important. I like Nate Oates' team to win, like I said, what I say, 78 62. Give me Bama, Parley Kid. We're on the same side. Don't go We're saying anything good about Nate Oates. Nate Oates from Buffalo, right? when Mikey Meatballs right. was there, Nate Oates was uh-huh. there. Uh, he did uh-huh. a great job. You haven't heard about Buffalo basketball since that guy left, but uh, yeah, he's a great coach, uh, right? So Uh-oh. next year, easy, next year, easy. this down. Easy. This down. Nate Oates is a great coach. Easy. Um, <laughs> and he's got some great, great talent, and that's what makes him go. He's got great talent. So they average 84. Point five points a game while giving up 63 points a game so far in this tournament. The biggest thing that Alabama does, though, besides, you know, get up and down the court, they're an excellent offensive rebounding team. So one of the top teams in the nation, they've averaged 15 offensive boards through the first two games here. You yep. can't beat a team that's going to be grabbing that many offensive rebounds, especially a team that can score the way they do. You add in these second-chance points, they almost become impossible to beat. I think Alabama pulls away here against San Diego State, who, look, they're, they're a nice team. They are, like you said, but they just do not have the skill and athleticism, length, et cetera, et cetera, to keep up with Alabama. Nate Oates' team gets it done in a big, big way here. So they're heading – to the final four. Oh, but how did Fairley Dickinson have the athleticism to keep up with? No, no, all right. Okay. I'm, 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 uh, I'm just joking. All right. Uh, Brother Brian, you don't like uh, a ton of points being scored in this game, right? Well, the, yeah. unders, unders took a hit in the first two tonight. Yeah. Unders took a hit in the first two, probably not in that Tennessee game. But um, yeah, I'm taking the right. under 137. You know, at times Alabama, Alabama's offense looks unstoppable, but um, San Diego State, like always, right, plays really good defense. They're going to slow down the game so much. Unders are 20 and 14 on the season, but 10 straight San Diego State games have gone under. They've held their last four opponents to 57 or less. Alabama also is 19, 16 and 1 
on the unders and five of their last six have gone under because they, mm. you know, for as good as they are offensively, they've almost been just as good defensively. So I do think this is like, I think this is a game Alabama wins like 69, 60. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I could see this being really low scoring on the San Diego state side. So uh, give me the under 137. All right, Harry, you have a player prop. This has uh, been treating you good. Yeah, it has. And I'm going to go with Alabama's Noah Clowney. Over six and a half rebounds. San Diego State isn't a very good shooting team. And Bama's D outside around the perimeter is very good in forcing bad shots. Clowney had nine versus Maryland. Uh, he had 11 in the SEC championship game. Uh, nine times this year, he's actually had double digits in boards. And 22 times this year, seven or more. For a, for a freshman who's extremely reliable, give me Clowney over six and a half boards for Bama. All right. Now, the second game, I think I'm going in order, is Houston and Miami, right? Yeah, you got the two ones going um, uh, concurrently there. Houston, seven and a half point favorite. The Hurricanes are the underdog. 138 is the over under. Uh, I'm taking Miami. Um, I, I just think it's too many points, especially, I, I get it. Houston's got some blowouts on their, uh, yeah. you know, right there in their resume. But the Cougars, they move at a pretty slow pace. And the Canes get to the ball. They average over seven steals a game. So I think this is going to be close until the end. Uh, Miami, seven and one against the spread as an underdog. Houston, three and eight against the number. And their last 11 as a favorite. In fact, the Canes at plus 290 or mm. more, uh, were, that happened twice this year. And they won both games. So something's got to give here. Canes score 79 a game which is 22 more than the Cougars allow. I like Sasser and Sheed, but I'm not sure they're better than what we've seen out of Isaiah Wong and Nigel Pack, who seems like he can consistently and successfully launch from half court. But close one here. I'm going to say 74-71. Harry, you agree with me? I'm with you, Sal. Yeah, and uh, I really do like uh, the head coach, Tim Laranega. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah, a guy who's actually (laughs) done something in the tournament before. He's actually done something there. Um, and listen, Miami actually remember ACC wasn't great this year, but they were the number one seed in the ACC tournament. Uh, Houston was down ten at uh, half to Auburn. Miami's eleven and two in the last thirteen overall. They look uh, look very good shooting the ball against Indiana. Shot forty nine percent for the game. Um, and he, he, uh, listen, Sal, you mentioned Houston's fantastic, no doubt about it. But if the Canes show up, I'm with you, Sal. Uh, Isaiah Wong, Jordan Miller at eighteen. 18- combined versus the Hoosiers. I think they keep it close too. And I, I'll take that seven. All right. Uh, Paulie kid, you're going against, you're going against Harry. You might. Yeah. Well the next time Harry. Harry wants to talk about a coach, at least he can get his name, right? It's not Tim Harry. It's I Jim know it wasn't Larry. Tim. I, I thought he Jim. said Tim. No, 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 no you said, said Tim. Tim. Sorry. You said Tim. Tim. <laughs> Sal, by the way, Tim? by the way, you know what? The, we'll get, we'll get no. Chris H to throw before. I don't know. I'm trying to look at fun. And by the way, in that tape of, uh, Jordan Ivy, uh, uh, Oh, it. <laughs> he doesn't huh? even know Ivy's first what name. Huh? Jaden, you said I. You said you. You said his last name wrong, and that's in that bit. Go ahead. What bit? The what bit are you saying, when Harry? Said, when, right. I, when he said, right, when let he the that uh, Painter was that some sort a of bit. great coach. That was a. That was a bit. That was a fast podcast. <laughs> Whatever. All right, go ahead, Paulie kid. Go ahead. You like Houston? No, I'm gonna stay stick with Houston here, Sal. <laughs> I think. Uh, I, you know, I, from the start, uh, I think they're one of been one of the top teams in the country. Obviously, all season, uh, their defense mm-hmm. is tremendous. They give up fifty six points per game, uh, second uh, best defense in the country. Uh, Sasser and Sheed make up a, a tremendous backcourt. We always like to talk about the backcourts here. 
Sass, there's more of the score. He was the AAC uh, Player of the Year. Sheed was the Defensive Player of the Year, but he also contributes offensively. Uh, and in Jerome Walker, they have the AAC Freshman of the Year. This team is stacked. Sampson, uh, just another great coach. Jim Laranega is also uh, a wonderful coach in his own right. Uh, but mm-hmm. Houston seems to me like this is their year. Uh, I think they pull away late. Miami's going to be in this game for a good portion of it, but I'm banking on Houston pulling away late, winning this game, uh, you know, barely covering the spread here, though, Sal. All right. Yeah, I, I guess I'm mistaken here. Mikey Meatballs, what is this? It wasn't Chris H. who found that clip? Who was this? No, it was uh, some follower with the name John, and they're only following one person. <laughs> oh, great job, John. Well, all right. And Chris H. must have retweeted it or something. They're only, uh, yeah, I'm just... they're only following ESPN. John oh, 0318617 What the hell was that? All right. That's <laughs> even more random than ever. But good job by you, uh, John. All right, Brian, you have a pre- uh, player prop for this one. Yeah, my player prop so far, three for three uh, today uh, that mm-hmm. I gave out yesterday. But yeah, I'm taking Norchad O'Meara over nine and a half rebounds at minus 128. Coming into this tournament, we didn't know the status. You know, he'd gotten hurt in the first minute of that Duke game in the ACC semifinal. Uh, but he's played well, really, uh, really well so far in this tournament. He's been dominant on the boards in his first two games. He has 17 rebounds and 14 rebounds. Uh, he's averaged 13 and a half rebounds over hmm. his last four games, aside from that Duke game. Uh, Houston isn't necessarily the biggest team. I, I mean, where is only like six, seven, but he, he does have a big body. So I think he's going to be a force down there on the boards here. So I'm going to take I, I mean, I do like Houston. I mean, all my other picks are pretty much trash. I mean, Houston might be the only team I have left <laughs> in this bracket. Um, but yeah, I think Omir has a, has a solid game, especially right. on the board too. I think I have a chance to go four for four tonight. If Florida Atlanta can come back and cover this game, UCLA holds on. That would be interesting. I don't know. My, mm. my bank account does not reflect that at all, but <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break. Boy, you got two big favorites in Alabama and Houston and Harry, the old me in college with Creighton. Uh, we're about to preview that after the break, which one screws people, which one screws people on the teaser? Well, we'll talk about it when we get back. Your very first bet with Caesars Sportsbook, it's on Caesars. Just sign up with promo code OmahaFull, O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. Then place your first bet. If you win, great. You keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so, you know, like I said, we're recording this Thursday night. Uh, UCLA up 13 at half on Gonzaga. Tennessee up four on FAU. That's going to be fun coming down to the end there. Let's go over Creighton and Princeton. Creighton, nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm. 140.5 is the over-under. Boy, this Princeton team. They allowed 55 to Arizona and 63 to Missouri. Now, obviously, if they could do that again anywhere in there, the nine-and-a-half is golden. And it's no secret. They control the pace, right, Parley Kid? They're good shooters. They're patient. But it's not like the Pete Carell team, right, where they pick and roll and they backdoor cut you to death and they're slow and everything. They're kind of like a solid all-around squad, right, when you watch it. Um, They don't get out-rebounded, which should be tough to pull off versus Creighton, who's you know not going to give up 16 offensive rebounds like Missouri did with uh, Ryan Kalbrenner. But, um, you know, then... But then Arizona was supposed to have the rebounding advantage too, and they were never in the game. So I think eventually Ryan Nembard uh, catches, he scored 30 last game. I think he catches fire late, but Princeton keeps it respectable. Give me 71-66 final. Uh, I'll take Princeton plus the points. Parley, kid, you like it too. Yeah, I think this is too many points for a team like Princeton, who, like you said, Sal, this isn't like, you know, uh, your father's Princeton team, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever you want to say. This is a different team. I, I'm, it's hard to believe they actually My lost. My father's eight- probably watched uh, uh, <laughs> eight minutes of college basketball in his life, but maybe somebody else's father. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I find it hard to believe after watching this team for a few games that they lost eight games this year against the uh, competition they play. Uh, obviously, you know, take nothing away from, from the Ivies. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, they lost to Yale twice, and, um, uh, you know, you got to try to figure that out. This team seems like uh, they're like a legit team, right? They control the pace, like you're saying, so they don't turn the ball over, uh, which mm-hmm. is a typical Princeton trait. Um, they are a good rebounding team. They have the 19th best rebounding rate in the country. I think they could stay in this game. And you know what? They are deeper than Creighton as well in terms of Creighton really doesn't run – uh, too many guys out there. Their starters are, you know, logging a lot of minutes. They might bring one or two guys off the bench that contribute, but Princeton will roll about nine guys out there. It might be a little bit more uh, fresh than this Creighton team might wear them down a little bit. I'm not saying they win this game, Sal, but I think uh, this point spread is a little too high here. Let's take Princeton in the points. Yeah, kind of boring, Brian, but we all kind of like Princeton, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of talk on Ivies tonight. A lot of talk on mm-hmm. Ivies. Um, but yeah, I'm taking. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Princeton. 17 and 12 against the spread on the season. They've covered six straight. They've covered nine of their last 11. And like you said, this isn't. Even though the Arizona game was really low scoring, Princeton's been a pretty high scoring team during yeah. the year. They've they've been very good offensively at times. 
Um, you know, I will say Creighton is finally, you know, playing up to the hype from early in the season. You know, they got off to that tough start. But but again, like you guys are saying, nine and a half to me in a sweet 16 game uh, for a team like Creighton, who doesn't have, you know, the best history, I, I would say is right. a little bit too much here. So give me the nine and a half. All oh, right. and by Harry's the way, Flor- Florida yeah. Atlantic takes the lead. Florida yeah. Atlantic lead 41-39. Wow. Under 10 minutes here. All right, hold on, Owls. <laughs> um, all right, Harry, you have Creighton going. The- oh, you have Creighton winning it all, right? I do. So um, you're, you're not going to lay the points here. You're trying to do something interesting with yeah. this over on How about this? Yeah. How about money line on Creighton and the game to go under 140 and a half? That pays plus 131. Uh, the Blue Jays relied on their guard play to outscore Baylor with where you mentioned Ryan Nebhart and Trey Alexander. They were fantastic. But in this matchup, I think they need to use seven foot one Ryan Kalkbrenner to dominate the inside like he did against NC State in the first round when he had 31 points. Uh, Princeton um, held Arizona and Missouri to just nine of 38 shooting from three point range. They can defend that uh, pretty well. Um, I think uh, Creighton survives here. In a low-scoring mm-hmm. game, they win the game, but I'm not. I would definitely not lay that nine and a half. Uh, Creighton wins, and then lays low-scoring game goes under one forty and a half. All right. Well, you know, I know. I, I think I picked an underscore too, seventy-one sixty-six. But Princeton, as uh, as Bride points out, ten of the last thirteen games have gone over one forty. So they do play. They do yeah. play high school. I mean, this could go either way, right? This this could be any type yeah, of game you want anything. it to be. Should be fun. All right, so let's look at those right now. So those are heavy favorites, right? Bama, Houston, Princeton, Parley Kid. Which favorite loses or more than one favorite or none? Straight up. Alabama, I, Houston, know, I, Princeton. I, I, could see, I could see two uh, favorites losing. So, really? I, mean, I, I okay. could see it. I could see Miami uh, over Houston. I, I, I think that's see, the one I'm picking. Yeah, and I don't, and I could see Princeton upsetting Creighton. I'm not, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, All I right. think those those are. I think those are very conceivable. I'd be shocked if Bama lost. I really would. Well, be. be yeah, shocked. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be all. Big big talker right now. May I'm with you. I could see two losing, but I know I'm gonna make a money line parlay with two of the favorites at least. Oh, Brian, you, you are <laughs> definitely putting Bama and Houston in a parlay. I right. I don't know about Houston. I don't know why. Uh, no, so you well, love you love Miami, no, Jim I, or I, Tim Larinara, whoever it is. I yeah. think yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I think I think Miami's you know probably the hardest matchup for any of these teams here. Um, right. But yeah, and it's, you just don't know. I, I mean, I, I would say again, if Sasser's completely healthy now, if you get mm. you know he's that extra week, if he's completely healthy, I do think Fire. they're top two or Fire. three team here. I, but. I, I, I know how Sal works and he is, not, he's not going to love, he's not going to love taking Creighton on the money line, but I know he's going to, because in his mind in Sal's mind, no way still, even though what he just said in nice, nice words about Princeton, that's, that's no spread. way is Princeton winning this game and moving on to the get elite eight. And it's not doing it. He can't, he can't <laughs> help it. He can't, an Ivy league team ain't doing it. Sal's taking Creighton money line. Harry, you find the podcast where I said Princeton is going to the Elite Eight. You find, dare you to find it. No, he's right. He's yep. right. I know I'm going to have Creighton on the money line with something stupid. Not going to love Holly, it. Holly Holm or something dumb. I know I'll do that. Uh, anyway, all right, we got one more. Uh, here. Texas Xavier, Texas four-point favorite, uh, 149 and a half. I'm going with the Musketeers. Musketeers, have uh, they play hard on the defensive end, and they limit their foes to 66 a game. 
They keep the shooting percentage down for the opponents. They have one of the top 30. Uh, I'm sorry. They, they played the top 30 offenses in Creighton, Marquette, and Pitt during that span. So it's it's quite an achievement. And also, they're sixth in the country in scoring. I I like this Soli Boom and Kobe Jones. I think it's as good a backcourt as uh, we've seen right now. And they beat up on that geriatric Pitt Panther team. They never let him in the game. I like Boom to go for 20. Uh, and you know what I like about this team, Parlay Kid? They score a lot despite yeah. not being prolific from behind the arc. That's the Sean Miller way, right? And I think he's as locked in as he's been in a while. 7-3-1, and one, Xavier is, as an underdog in the last 11. I think they win the game 76-69. I'm going to be a little sissy boy uh, here and just take the points, but you're taking money line. Yeah, I'll take Xavier on the money line, Sal. As a Dayton fan, I, I should uh, right. absolutely hate Xavier, but I respect their program. They always seem to be right in the mix. Uh, the other day against Pitt, uh, six players with 10-plus points. Uh, mm-hmm. As you as you mentioned, they can score uh, many different facets of the game. They're 12th in the nation scoring, averaging 81-plus points a game. Uh, sixth in field goal percentage. Um, Sean Miller, another coach who Harry absolutely despises and uh, thinks is a terrible <laughs> coach. Cheap. He has been no, to I'm four, uh, been, been to four elite eights. Um, and uh, I think he's going to have his team ready. Uh, oh, I think please. a lot of people are not on Xavier in this game. I think they surprise people here. Uh, they'll be ready to go. They'll put up points. Um, tough to beat. Right. I like him. I like him on the money line. So I like a little bit of an upset here. All right. That's a good one. Um, Harry and Bry are at odds over uh, how mm. many points are going to be scored in this game. Bry, let you go first. You have the under 149. Yeah, I'm taking uh, the under 149.5. It seems high. Look, I will say Xavier's been gr- really good uh, during the season on the overs, uh, but I don't think Texas gets enough credit for how good they are defensively. I mean, you hold Kansas to under 60 points in two consecutive meetings. Um, 66 that Penn State score was the most they've given up in the last six games. They're going to really mm. slow the pace down, I think, against the, this Xavier team. And the Texas games have gone under in seven straight. So I think 149.5 to me is just too high. All right. Harry, your rebuttal? Uh, yeah, it's uh, 149. It opened 147.5. Uh, Xavier's offense looked fantastic versus Pitt, put up 84. Texas is averaging 76 in this tournament. I think this game, I think the game has a feel for a fast pace up and down court with a lot of quick shots. Longhorns, uh, Serge Jabari Rice, seven threes versus Colgate. And Adam Kunkel of the Musketeers has 27 threes over his last <laughs> six games. I, don't know, I like the over. Brian could be right, but I like the over. Well, one of you got to be right. Who's it going to be? Should you do a cap of consequences over one this over us. under? That'd be good. All right. Let's pick our regions for the South and Midwest. Now, this is, I just noticed this is going to change a little. If this, no, is it? No, it won't. No, it absolutely won't. I don't know what I'm talking about. Alabama minus 140 in the South. Creighton plus 200. San Diego State plus 575. And Princeton 20 to 1. Some places you can't even find it. I'm all in on Alabama now to cut down the nets. Um, I think they have a fairly easy time against San Diego State. I mentioned they beat them already. They could play, um, you know, could play Princeton. Who knows? Now that it's established, I'll have money on Creighton. There could be an upset there. Either way, there'll be a sizable favorite going into that a weekend game. Uh, some of the out, other bets I made, Javon Quinterly was 34 to 1 for most outstanding player. Now 18 to 1. Brandon Miller probably not going to get there if their stats are similar 
yeah. next weekend. Quinterly, as I said, 57 in his last three games, dating back to that SEC uh, conference title game. Uh, and here's what else I did. I did some crazy stuff, Bri. Bama over UConn, 30 to 1. Bama over UCLA, 30 to 1. Bama over Gonzaga, 35 to 1. Wait, when did you, know you do that? Else? When did you do that? This morning. Oh, they were that good, good still, huh? No, that, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Well, yeah. I mean, it's still like seven games, seven things after that, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all, for all well, those. Well, you did but, UCLA um, and Gonzaga? All, yeah, I did both. <laughs> I didn't want to, of course. So I'll probably lose one of those, but I don't know. Yeah, so you know what happened. So I, I just have to stay away from Houston uh, um, advancing. So that's my pick, Bama. Parley kid, you like him also. Yeah, how can you not like Bama, Sal? Like you said, they're just a super well-rounded team. Uh, they seem destined uh, for big things here in this tournament, Sal. So I've been on Bama since the start. You know, I had them going yep. uh, at least to the final four, if not to the final. I think I have them in the final as well. So I got to keep riding with them. Um, mm. They're uh, they're looking good here, Sal. Looking real good. And look, speaking of looking good, I know this doesn't really mean anything to our listeners, but FAU is looking really good right now. What are they up now? Man, Harry should have taken oh, that. Oh, looks like I knew what I was talking about, huh, Dave? But, Ben Kelly wow, could be seven. in deep trouble if I wanted to really put him out. But Harry, so like again, <laughs> my point being, fairly Dickinson could have beaten FAU. Blah, they're good. Blah, blah. These teams are all good teams. They're all good teams. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. Uh, Bri, you have Alabama also. Yeah. I think Harry's the only one. Doc yeah, I have Alabama. Look, region. I think they're, the, yeah. you know, I, I didn't really believe in them. Uh, for most mm-hmm. of the year until late in the season, but they do seem like they're the most well-balanced team offensively, defensively. I don't, I I, I don't know. I, I feel like almost San Diego State might give them a little bit harder matchup than a Creighton would in the next hmm. uh, next round. But yeah, I, hmm. I, I like them here. All right, Harry, you have to take Creighton. Yeah. You're stuck in virtually in last place out of 665 people. I say virtually. I think you're bottom 20 or something, but. Uh, listen, I never, listen, I know how to pick. I can't listen. I'm like, I'm undefeated in player props too. It's just, I've never won a bracket. I take too many upsets. That's what I want to see, shoot for. So I, I'm never brave. Said <laughs> that I know what I'm doing when it comes to the brackets. Never brave. But I do like Creighton at two to one to win the region. Bama is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like they can't be beat. They did lose by 15 this year to Connecticut. They lost by 10 to Gonzaga on a neutral court. And at, at Oklahoma in the SEC uh, Big 12 Challenge, they lost by 24. Now, Creighton's mm. guards were spectacular against Baylor. Nebhart and Alexander, they combined for 47 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, and 3 steals. If they could give an effort like that versus the Tide, they can beat Bama and head to Houston for the Final Four. You know, Harry, you make it like I said, you know, you suck at playing lot- the lottery. Like you never won the, you've never won the lottery. You suck at it. And you're like, right. yeah, I go for too many crazy numbers. This is the NCAA tournament. We watch the games all year long. You have a little better edge supposedly than you would just Listen, picking a number for the lottery. It's like, and also I, the I, idea I is not for, to I win crazy yeah. stories. I had Colgate in the sweet 16. What can I say? Yeah. And, but you got on Francesa. I remember you're the first to get on Francesa. Oh, like, oh, he, he picks right. all these That's upsets. The thing. Harry and takes then he these gets games and then no, he shrugs off. Like, well, come on, I'm just life. making some crazy picks. I'm just Man, making right. some no, crazy picks. It's just me Coward being fun. Never won yeah. a thing in their life. That's all I'm doing. Right. Well, <laughs> excuse me, add yourself to the list, Harry. <laughs> Wait, yeah. excuse me, Dad. You just, you just pick a big bunch of upsets. Just say you lost. You took Colgate and it lost. You took Colgate and it lost. That was your pick. 
Okay. That's all yeah. you, you don't have to say like you just I like to make crazy picks. I mean I do that, like that, to make crazy picks when that, the tournament comes out and the brackets come out. I do. Why? So if well, you hit you could think you're a genius, but if you lose, you play it right. off like what's the point? Nah, no yeah. big I deal that I lost. The first two games you too. can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both oh, ways. Yeah. Exactly. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Babyface, can he have it? Babyface, uh, Sol Jolliman has joined us. Can he have it both ways? Well, have, it, have it your way. Yeah, you uh, have a crazy bracket, and then you have your real bracket. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Right. I will tell you, Harry, when I was in Vegas with Harry, this is uh, a true story. When he went to bed, I said, Harry, you are you going to brush your teeth? It was very late. He said, no. And I said, well, I guess Colgate on your bracket is the only Colgate you're taking. And, and that was I, feel like, I feel like you've done that joke before, but all right. No, that's okay. no. Come on. <laughs> no? All right. No, I don't Darren, know. Darren's, I don't out know. Of, Darren's out of his mind tonight. He's, he's wrong all over the place. Now. I'm with Aaron. <laughs> yeah. no, no, Harry, that's ridiculous. So, so you're on record to say your bracket will never win will, because I, you, I'll you, always because say you're I'll the only one who does it. That's why I don't so, have people's then, brackets. But then, Harry, you Contest. have to also say if you hit some crazy – so if Creighton yeah. wins, you have to just say, ah, I just mm -hmm. was a shot in the dark. No, because I didn't I know what I was doing. I just picked Creighton. I That's picked what Creighton you have to say. before the season started. Oh, but Harry, well, why is it different in any other sport? Why don't you take the Houston Texans to win and all crappy teams and they just talk about them all the time? And then because they're like, yeah, yeah, I, I like to make a roof for Turbos. College basketball, you never know what's going to happen. Good teams win. That's how oh, wait, now, now you never know what's going to happen yeah. with 19-year-old kids. Uh, <laughs> All right, so this is this my point. Probably should beat a fairly Dixon team that didn't even win their conference. Harry, just stop, never know. Just stop I won four games me. last year. <laughs> babyface, I think you you missed the beginning, Babyface. I hope you go back and listen Four, to uh, we, we played that clip of uh, from March fourteenth to uh, twenty twenty two. That noise and, uh, or that person earlier was painter looking for a job at John Glenn High School, Darren. Oh my God. God. Holy crap! A lot of AI technology now. That, that's true. I, that could that's tell. definitely that, that person with the clip is definitely a, a, a Joel Solomon burner account, though. There's no <laughs> doubt. That's definitely. A, a, that's definitely. Babyface felt bad for it. Yeah. He was just putting on a show, but he texted me and Michael. He's like, I don't know if you want to run this. I'm like, of course we have to run it. We have to have to show it. it was Michael's his definitive. Said, yes. I, I felt <laughs> terrible. Not anymore. I protested. <laughs> that was my protest by missing the first 10 minutes of the show, Sal. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going for the Midwest. Houston's minus 120, Texas 210, Xavier plus 650, Miami plus 750. Parley Kid, I'm going Xavier, and so should you. 650 for all the reasons I gave. And you know what? I like if there is an upset, like I think there could be in that Miami Houston game, all of a sudden I'm sitting on plus 650 in a, in a pick em situation against Miami. If they get by, uh, if they win tomorrow, could be good. Yeah, I like, what you're, I like what you're saying there, Sal. But again, I've, I have Houston advancing All to right. the Final Four. I think they're a team of mm -hmm. destiny. They get to play in their home city if they if they advance uh, that far. I think it's just going to be one of those years where Houston makes a run I'd, uh, to at least the Final Four here, Sal. So I got to stick with Houston I'm, uh, at minus 110 uh, or minus 120 here to come out of this uh, I just think the the defense uh, is too good, um, and mm -hmm. they'll uh, they'll shut these teams down. So I'm going to ride with you. Since I've been on uh, them since the beginning of the tournament, I can't change my mind now. All right, Bry, you also like Houston. 
Um, I do. By the way, FAU. You, yeah, you I, actually had them from the beginning of the I year. I had right? them. They were my yeah. They were my pick at the beginning of the year. I was going to say that we were doing this podcast. FAU went from like plus five twenty to minus three thousand within wow. about within about minus three thousand. Now, oh, wow. now they're minus five thousand. They went. What? Yeah. 10 with five minutes they, left? They're they minus 5,000? They must be going to the line or got the ball back or something. But yeah, I've said right. that that line jumped within four minutes. It's well, this is a 20 to 4 run. This is something crazy. else. It's and crazy. They're, and they're going to get the ball back here, right? Yeah. I guess. They're going to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee. Darren, Tennessee has scored up. 16 points in the last 20 minutes of the game. <laughs> Darren, let's yes. just make let's just make up and we'll just pocket Ben Kelly's bets all the time. How about that? We'll <laughs> that's a good idea. That's oh, a good his idea. mother's money, and that's that. <laughs> but I, uh, oh. yeah, yeah, but I got, then you got to give it to Ken. Like, then you got to turn it over seven, to Ken. Heading into the tournament, the last 12 games. Five and seven. <laughs> all right, Brian. Right, well, right, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, I have Houston at minus one twenty. But I will say this: this final four is tough, man. Xavier, Miami. I mean, those teams at plus yeah. six fifty. I mean, you could get you know even a, a Texas at plus two ten. Those are all good values. But you know, I think when Houston's playing at their best, we saw that again in the Auburn. You know, in that second half, I thought they were so dominant that kind of looked like yeah. mm-hmm. the team we saw in the tournament uh, last year. Um, you know, they haven't really been tested that much this year, but I think Samson's teams just always step over the, over the last few years. So plus, like I said before, I'm assuming Sasser had that other, an extra week here. He's been mm-hmm. around for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I, I think it's their time to, to come through. All right. But now as I look at this FAU game and what they're doing, watch them blow it. And well, none of this talk. Yeah, they're only up six. Yeah, now, now. Now, now it's up six. But. Uh, is, is, is the move to take the plus 650 with Xavier and the plus 750 with Miami and think that maybe one of them could pull an upset and then you're looking decent? I don't know. And then, uh, well, if you like Houston, you like Houston, Harry. That's who you're going with? I'm going to go with Houston. I do have Miami in my bracket to make it to the final four, but I am still oh, going to take oh, Houston. Oh, man. Why are you doing this? Uh, look, they uh, – listen, um, <laughs> After uh, halftime, the Cougars were amazing uh, against uh, Auburn. Outscored them 50 to 23. Uh, even if Sasser's banged up, everyone else knows and, and will step it up. Uh, plus, uh-huh. like Parley Kid mentioned, with the Final Four in Houston, Cougars make it there for the second time in the last three seasons. All right. There you go. All right. Let's take a quick break. Uh, baby face, you'll shake it out. You know, we'll get everybody back on board and <laughs> we'll be right back to wrap things up. All right, here we go. Sharp tank. Uh, Brother Brian, lots of women's game. Well, Brian, I didn't tell you what my big bet, my big, 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 big bet was going into that. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. It's the South Carolina women to make the final four. (laughs) All right. Parlayed with San Diego State to not make the final four. Well, it's like you, a whopping minus two eighty eight or something crazy. Wait, you put that in when? This morning. Oh, that was this morning too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I went crazy this morning. All yeah, right. I did it all. Yeah. What do you mean you don't like that? At least no, for the women. No, no, I do. No, I do. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, right. I mean, the the South Carolina, to, you know, in this game against UCLA, even though UCLA is tough, they're they're like minus three thousand, right? Right, right, right. So Pretty that's true. why. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I they got to win I, two more, right? Yeah, to I, get there. Yeah, I think this game's actually tougher for South Carolina than the next game. But yeah, oh great. No, All but right. they, they, 
I will say the last time they played UCLA, it was tied after three uh, after three quarters. Um, but then they, you know, I, I think the fact they played them already is, is an advantage for them. All right, uh, so uh, you're right. Though. Maryland, you're Maryland women. Uh, this is minus five. Yeah, minus and, uh, five versus sweet minus five yeah. versus Notre Dame. I would Oof. say, look, um, if Notre Dame was healthy, uh, if I would 100 percent take them in this matchup, but they're missing their the best player in the conference. They're missing Olivia Miles. They're also missing their other mm. starting guard. Uh, th- this was a team I saw live last year play, and those two girls were really good. Uh, but they don't have them. I took the points uh, with Mississippi State against Notre Dame in the last game. Mississippi State covered in that one. I think they'll be outmatched against a, a good Maryland team here. So I think their their run ends. The fact that they're missing some of these girls, their run ends. So give me uh, Maryland minus five. Okay, Harry, you're going with. Um, so this is going to be a Saturday parlay, right? Uh, yeah, uh, teaser. Gonna do a teaser. Uh, this is um, oh. this is uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday teaser. Oh right. Oh yeah, it's the games we just went over. All right, go. What is it? Uh, real ahead. quick, it's going to be uh, Princeton Creighton. <laughs> like I said, a uh, five point teaser under one forty five and a half. Again, Princeton very good in defending the three. Um, I think Creighton pulls this game out uh, in a low scoring game, and right. Alabama minus two and a half. Too strong inside for San Diego State. Too many points in the paint for Bama. All right. And Parlay Kid, you're betting blind here, right? We have not yeah, seen the end of this, this game, is which new. is all it's of a sudden, new, uh, yeah. a new term. Yeah. B- betting blind here, Sal. Uh, I've, look, I, I have Kansas State uh, going to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I think, uh, boy, I'm so impressed with this team, Sal. They have some yeah. swag uh, to them uh, playing here in the garden. I think they are super motivated. Uh, I know I've been talking a lot about these coaches. I, I'm, I think this Kansas State guy, boy, I would like my kids to play for a guy like that. He seems just to be yeah. just a uh, terrific gentleman. I, I won't say terrific I think Harry, coach. I think Harry said yes. I like there. him. I don't know. Darren, I like it him. seems like to be a, just a, like a, a class, class coach act Tong. Yep. of a coach. Yep. Very impressed with him. Um, he deserves. Yeah, I think no matter who they play here in this game, I think they're going to cover the spread. So whatever that number is, that's the what Mikey Meatballs will put on the graphic. I'll be rolling with Kansas State. Uh, looks like at this point it will be uh, Florida Atlantic. So what do you think the spread would be uh, there, Sal? It's close. So plus one, I think, against Tennessee. And I would say um, uh, minus three and a half, three, three and a half, Bry, for if they play Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I was thinking it would be the same. This was minus four and a, <laughs> minus four and a half. I was thinking it would be the same. Minus They're about the same. Yeah, yeah, I'll be all over. So you'll be putting them on a parlay. Let's yeah, face it. I mean, it. I just I'm um, watching. You, you know, they're they're no, fun these owls, but uh, Noel should just light them up, right? There, I mean, you I'm should go to the you should through. go to the game on Saturday. Yeah, he's going to be five hours away. I think. Yeah, the team um, from Manhattan is playing in Manhattan. Yep, Manhattan and Manhattan. All right, those are uh, the Sharp Tank picks. We'll make a nice graphic. We'll put it out there. I wanted. There's so much more I want to talk about with. Um, you know, the Mets came out with their food today. <laughs> I think I showed you guys. Darren yeah, Ravel put it out good. or something. Well, they have this thing now. They have where you could order a food tour. I don't know if it's during a game or before a game or what, but um, it's $150 per person. And that's the problem with City Field. I'm like, we're always, uh, I go to these places and the lines are so damn long and you end up going to Shake Shack and that, that which is like the longest line in the whole place. But they have this porchetta sandwich, which looks dynamite. They have milk chocolate covered Cheerios. I don't care about that. Harry, you might like that. Milk chocolate covered Cheerios. It was like the next dessert that I really liked. 
the Sunday donut ice cream shakes. Oh, yeah, for ridiculous. God's sakes. Yeah, yeah. you sent that to Harrison. No, a lot of lot going on. The, the one yeah. is stupid, though. You give me a milkshake with the donut, which is fine. But then you, yeah. you're gonna throw you're gonna throw S- caramelized you're gonna throw popcorn on there. No thanks. Oh, was it popcorn? I didn't yeah, see. Yeah, on the, look one, at this on the again. one. There's one with Oreos on it, which is fine. But you're gonna throw another one with popcorn. Don't, you, you're ruining the shake completely. Boy, Oreos have made a I don't want to say a resurgence because they've always been around. But they are that is the choice of of, of shakes like everywhere is the Oreo shake. Um, yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, I'm looking at that. But the Oreos on top. That looks damn good. I'm so coming Seth, out you, the if, third if week you of July. I'm doing this, this yeah. summer. Yeah. Are you doing that? Are you doing that? I want to do that. I want to. I want to look into that $150 purse. And then I saw right. the sliced ribeye, which is great too. Now I read these off to Meatballs. He wasn't impressed. Mikey Meatballs said, <laughs> "Ah, look at what the Yankees have to offer. What do they have, Michael? They have. I didn't uh, put a link on here for these guys, but uh, they have like a Aaron Judge." Uh, burger? What is yeah, it? Yeah, there's the the uh, the 99 burger. There's only 99 available um, mm. every game, so you got to get there early. It's twenty dollars. It looks like it's uh, there's a lot on top of it. That's for sure. Well, it's Wagyu beef, which is Harry's master Ken's uh, favorite, and so he probably will buy all 99 uh, every uh, game, right? <laughs> I think I wouldn't have to worry. Wagyu <laughs> beef. It's so crazy. What do you think, Babyface? Did you see this? Well, it definitely beats whatever Otani burger the Angels are serving up. That's oh, for stop sure. it. No, it embarrass yourself. This looks delicious. It's like the Mets to come up with some novelty thing where just just give it to me straight. I don't need my cholesterol is high <laughs> enough. I'm, I'm going to come on. The only no, it's all good. I want to look into this food tour because and then you don't have to worry about getting back to your seat or anything. But anyway, uh, that's the Mets. That's Yankees food. We have Jen Piacenti joining us Wednesday, I believe. And we're going to go over. You believe it uh, a week from tonight, we're going to have a full slate of uh, baseball games on tap. Jen Piacenti will set us straight. Yeah, we're back. I, mean, I need time. Give me another week, guys. Yeah, I then know, the week right? after is the Masters. Oh, Give me yeah. another week. Right. April 6th, oh. the Masters. And then April 9th. So the week of the, the uh, what is that? There's every, the Sunday of the Masters, the end, NBA season ends. Yeah, now it's all happening too quick. I did have a basketball hypothetical that I threw out to the extra points crew. And now I'll make us the five. So it's, let's say, you know what? Uh, all right, let's say Babyface, Mikey Meatballs, me. Ha- oh, there's six of us. All right, Babyface, you're the coach here, okay? You're going to have to coach us, uh, which we're going to need a coach. It's me, it's Harry, it's the Parley Kid, it's Bry and Mikey Meatballs, and Babyface is the coach. We have the ball under our own basket with 10 seconds left, and we're playing the Houston Rockets, the 2023 Houston Rockets. How many points are we getting? Or essentially, what kind of lead would we have to win, have to win this game? Oh, with 10 seconds left, our ball inbounding? Our ball inbounding from under our own hoop. Meatballs How? and I, I, I went a little higher on this, and then we, and, and then we talked it through, and I think the number Whoa. is five and a half. Well, you think wow. more? Well, I feel bad for Joel because Harry's going to kill him anyway as the coach, and he's going to say, tell, <laughs> tell us how bad Joel is. So right. I feel terrible for Joel already. Yeah. Sorry, well, Joel. No matter what you, Joel does, hey, it's... I will, <laughs> can, we call, can we call and ask Painter what he would say? <laughs> so how, who, who are we, we playing, this game? Who We're we playing play? the Rockets. I don't know. I picked the worst uh, uh, NBA Rockets. team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. yeah. How many well, would we have to be up by? Right. With 10 seconds left, it's our ball. 
Now, Eddie Spaghetti says, no, I'm we just throw the, it down the court. Yeah, but and then, uh, you know how hard it is to throw it over like a seven-footer? That's what I, that's what I was trying to can tell I run? Meatballs if it. you could run the baseline, if it's after a basket. I don't think basket. so. I think it's after. I think it's, uh, well, you could run the, yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. Well, we they would run, run the play yeah. like they did in the yeah. Uh, if you can run the, the if you can run the baseline, you'd be throwing it down the court deep twice. But yeah, but you, you might you still not get it off. I yeah, don't know. They're, they're I gonna don't run know. with you. They're, they're not gonna let you run. Five and a half at least. Right, I was gonna say. I was yeah. gonna say six. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm mm. just saying. Six if you to got, really if, be safe. I'm just saying if you got the ball down the court enough, they'd have to hit two three pointers. They'd have to hit back to back three. But if there. you threw it down the court, they might just let it go out of bounds too. Right. I mean, well, that, might, that's true too. Yeah. I mean yeah. that that that's a good that's a good. Real they big, might get four possessions out of this point. We gotta Harry, do this, baby Harry, face. We gotta Harry, practice. Harry's on our team. Well, Sal, this is this is. We've, got we, we've talked it. about this. This Probably. is a show. It's not. Uh-huh. It's. Kind of like the Joes versus the pros. Pro, pros, pros versus Joes. Yeah, but you come up that, with those yeah. situations. They're quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you I, know, to see like I what, think Darren, right. I think Darren would have to wait. Is Michael on our team? I forget or no. Michael's on our team. But I think Darren quit. or Michael yeah. would. My, Darren or Michael would have to try and just get the ball to me at some point. Down I mean, you the could court, just down throw the court it a little up bit. really high to uh-huh. try to get it to like half court. It's interesting. But what did you, even if you leave it at the guy's feet that's guarding you, the inbound pass, and he gets They're it scoring out. scoring in less than two seconds. He's scoring a three. He still has to make the no, three, well, I guess. He's still got to make it. They get three steals easily in 10 yeah. seconds. If we're up five and a half to start. Harry, you have nothing to say about this? <laughs> I, no, I agree with you. I think five and a half is a solid number. Five and a half, we're good. Okay. All right, good. I'm glad I put that up. Now, uh, Mikey said something. Uh, he said, what about a baseball team? If we were to field a baseball team um, and we're going against the Pirates, how many runs do we have to be up in the bottom of the ninth if they're back? Uh, <laughs> and uh, Damashek oh, said, Damashek said uh, one. Wow. Against the Pirates. Okay, we'd only, we'd only, against the Pirates, we'd only have to be up one. That's for the whole game. Against the Pirates. <laughs> yeah, he said that's for the whole game, not even just I, I think we'd have to be up by at least like 18 runs. <laughs> we need three outs. Three, yeah. Baby face, what do you think? Uh, well, being that they would probably just bunt against us, this is going yeah. br- well, to be... Michael, Michael has to catch. I, could, I can't pitch anymore. Michael would have to catch. I'm yeah. playing short. Well, Hench is playing short. Yeah, Hench's got to play short. Martin wants to play center field. I don't know why. This might be the Pirates' only win all season, Sal. <laughs> all right. I, I, I think. I, I'm Let's telling you, we'd here. have to be up at least fifteen. At least fifteen runs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. At least. By the way, how do we get three sure. outs against major league players? All I mean, right. we'd have to get so lucky. They'd so have you, to hit. Oh, no, yeah, we I, couldn't. We couldn't. Long that, fly right? balls. We wouldn't make too many plays on a ground balls. I don't no. think. That's no, a, we have better show. We're better basketball players. We should stick to that. Darren, right. what can you throw? Darren, yeah. can you throw 70 still? Uh, whatever I, I whatever you could throw, they could hit. That's <laughs> pro. Oh, right. You, you, you got to be, be throwing EFIS pitches and just hope they just yeah, pop right. You'd be better off throwing it. it extra slow and hoping right. that they pop one up. Yeah. Right. Right. right, exactly. Something, but then something the they're not used to, the not something they see in batting practice. The question is who's playing? Yeah, who's playing the field to make these plays? And guys, uh-huh. right now Gonzaga's favorite to win this game, guys. Minus one forty Gonzaga. 
What's the score? What the hell? It's 59-58, and uh, Florida Atlantic's up six with the ball, right? Uh, Let's get out of here and watch the end of these games. That's going to do it for uh, against the – I hope everything's all right with Harry and uh, and, and Parlay Kid. What a a way to end the Parlay Kid's birthday week. For the final four, Darren, I give you tons of credit. You've been fantastic, but you just don't know coaching. You're the only coach. Well, you're, giving, you're giving him a coach. You're giving a coach credit, Harry. You know, yeah. indirectly, you're giving a coach. Credit. I, 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 I want to just defend fix. Harry, though. I, I want to defend mm. Harry. Like, if you had you guys in a lineup, you don't have to. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, if you had, if you were in a lineup and you were like, "Hey, which of these guys bets the sixteen parlay with golf, uh, rugby, and yeah. uh, international soccer?" I mean, it would be Harry. Like, he's not the face. Of straight, of straight smart bets here. So you got to give him a little. Yeah, let's give point. him a break. He is a point. That's a good point. Good point. All right. Oh shoot. Let All him right. get crazy. I'll a few more points by out the- of Tiger Campbell, and I need a UCLA win here. Whatever. Uh, let's by get, I, was I say, Brian, go by the way, uh, Notre Dame minus one and a half against Virginia in lacrosse on Saturday. All right. Okay. We'll we'll talk um, about it off the year. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Right. I'm calling it. That'll nice. do it for another episode of Against All Odds from Mikey Meatballs for Babyface Joel Solomon and for the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na